0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Final Whistle podcast from Southampton FC. I'm Kenzie Benali.
1: And I'm Steve Forbes, and we're back again for post-match reaction to Southampton's Premier League win at Sheffield United.
0: And joining us for this week's podcast, we have former Saints captain Dean Hammond and Premier League reporter Paul Belverston. Now, Paul, plenty to talk about after that one. But before we get into the game itself, Saints are now on 33 points, so 10 points above the drop zone. Can we stop looking over our shoulders and look towards the rest of the season with a bit more positivity now?
2: Absolutely, I think so. I think, uh, you know, with the number of games left and the opponents still to come, 36 points keeps you up these days. They're, they're comfortably going to pick up another three just in the next couple of weeks. So, no, I, um, I'm still pretty optimistic that this can be a tremendous season with that FA Cup quarterfinal coming up with plenty of games left, with players coming back from injury. I think there's, uh, there are plenty of reasons to be optimistic
1: and positive. And Dean, what will the relief be like in the dressing room after that win? Because it's been a tough couple of months in the league.
3: It really has, yeah. I think the dressing room will be buoyant, uh, be very, very positive. It's great. That feeling of walking back into the dressing room after winning, playing so well, is fantastic. There'll be some smiles on the play, uh, players' faces. Uh, the manager can do a more positive team talk, which is great always to receive that as a player. Um, so, yeah, and then going into the training ground tomorrow, I expect for a, for a warm down and recovery um, it'll be a different atmosphere but you now the players have been great today they really have it was a fantastic performance a brilliant away performance um, could have scored more goals and and um, deserved winners so yeah great three points
1: well before we discuss today's win in a bit more detail here's how the game panned out courtesy of BBC Radio Solent Danny Ings is down the physios are on for him he
4: I'm not sure he's touched the ball yet Danny Ings but he's down but he's, he's got it back up, he's walking off, but Danny Ings is playing no further part in this game. Now, has played a really good ball over the top and Teller's got there. And he's gone into the box, is it a, a penalty for Saints? Surely it is. And the referee, Paul Tini, has given the penalty for Southampton. Saints to take the lead. Smashes it, sends Ramsdale the wrong way. Low to his right, Ramsdale went left and Ward-Prowse gives Southampton the lead at Sheffield United. Well, I'll tell you what, Diallo's giving it away. And now they've got a chance. McGoldrick, right-footed, tried to dink it over Forster and puts it straight into his hands. That's a chance. Massive. That's a clear chance. Ball slung in towards the back post and Adams keeps it in on the left and then he's shot, he's parried by Ramsdale and it comes back out for Sheffield United and then the clearance doesn't go anywhere. Adams will have another go and he's hit an absolute screamer! Shea Adams on the half volley from 25 yards... ...has lashed it past his old club... ...and the clean sheet's intact for now... ...and Teller gets it... ...and he'll shoot from distance... ...left-footed... ...and Ramsdale just tips that round the post... ...I think it might have just squeaked inside... ...if he hadn't... And ...Bertrand goes on a run... ...and Armstrong feeds him... ...bursts towards the box... ...plays it in... ...field... Minamino's ...put it wide... Oh. ...12 yards out... ...he's got well, the long side of the post... ...that's the best piece of play... ...throughout the game now... ...great movement down the left-hand side... ...and Southampton have won... ...in the Premier League... ...for only the second time in 2021...
0: Uh, Dean, we'll come to you first. That was a very welcome three points indeed, wasn't it?
3: Fantastic three points. Really, really was. Dominated the game from, from start to finish, really. Um, very, very impressive um, considering the defeats and, and the form of late, the way they started the game, you know, taking brave decisions on the ball to keep possession, to kind of draw Sheffield United out. Uh, but no, a really, really dominant performance, especially um, first half and towards the, the, the end of the game. Um, brilliant, you know, the movement from um, Teller to, to create uh, the penalty, you know, the pace that he showed was really, really impressive. James Ward-Prowse scoring a really, really good showing good composure uh, when Danny Ings probably would have taken the penalty. So that was fantastic. Um, showing that leadership skills as, as, a, as a captain. Um, and then second half, you know, really, really disciplined, had a really good defensive shape. Um, Fraser Forster didn't have too much to do, but when he was called upon, he had really, really safe hands, made a, a good save, uh, very, very commanding. The defence looked really, really assured. Um, and the players that came back in, you know, they've not played for a while, but they looked fresh. They looked um, strong and performed very well and Made made a huge difference. And just really, really play, pleased personally for, for Shea Adams, you know, to be dropped before the game was... Um, it, there would have been huge disappointment for him. But then to come on and play like he did and and lead and score the goal he did was was fantastic. It really, really was. Just, I think that's the first time from Shea. I know I played when I was younger and I've watched him this season and the last season. That's real maturity as a player to think, okay, I'm going to come on and I'm going to prove a point and I'm going to play for the team. He was brilliant. So a great result. Could have been more. Very, very comfortable. Um, and that was the Southampton of old. So hopefully that's that's the turning point again. Like Belver said um, before the before the game, um, and it was a fantastic result. Really, really good away with performance.
0: Yeah, it most certainly was, and a correct score prediction from you as well, Belver. How pleased are you with that result?
2: Surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a good performance, wasn't it? So positive. They were first to every ball. In fairness, so many of our viewers called 3-0 or 3-1 and, and you know it could have been five couldn't it they were they created so many chances particularly in the in the second half it's a it's a result that won't get nearly as many headlines as the the poor run leading up to it has but such an important win such a relief as well uh, to go into this next run of games building up to the the cup quarterfinal as well Sheffield United are a very dangerous opponent they uh they beat Villa in the week they've beaten other teams as well and um, I'll tell you, you mentioned how good Shea Adams was. I'm delighted he managed to get through that very late tackle as well, because that looked awful. That is a, a concern that we saw Danny Ings limp off, but the way the team reacted, they did not look like a team whose confidence has been battered. They looked like they uh, they were very comfortable. They clearly believe in the manager, the game plan, everything. And yeah, having those players back... No more square pegs in round holes. It, it makes such a difference.
1: Yeah, well, we did lose Danny Ings early on through injury, Dean, although it doesn't look too serious. He managed to walk off the pitch. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And how big a blow would it be if we did lose him for a period of time?
3: Well, I agree with you, Steve. I don't think it looked too bad. I think it was a sensible deci- decision by by Danny and, and the medical staff. I, it looked like he felt something. potentially. I couldn't quite work it out because... It, it wasn't a tackle. It didn't look like he overstretched or anything. I don't know if it was his knee. or potentially looked like it might have been his groin. Um, I think it was just a precaution and very, very sensible, of Danny. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel something with the the history he's had with the injuries, it's the right thing to do. And obviously losing Danny will be um, difficult. Um, but the players that came in today, we've mentioned Shea. Teller was fantastic. Nathan Redmond looked dangerous when he came on. So there is some some strength there. There is some depth. Um, but missing your talisman, um, you know, is very, very uh, important to have Danny fit and firing because he's, he's been, his form's been better of late. Um, and I'm sure if he played today, um, he would have scored a few goals. But, you know, Shea came on and, and changed the game. He really did. But just being really, really physical, working exceptionally hard, um, scoring against his, his old club. And he was very, very dangerous. So it may not have been like that if Danny had played because they're very, very different players. So, Look, hopefully Danny will be okay for him and we need him in the team. We need him firing. We need him fully fit um, and it doesn't look too bad. So I think overall it's a really, really sensible decision and it's worked out today.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Well, Dean, you mentioned how impressed you were with Nathan Teller there and the fans are certainly feeling the same mm-hmm. as you. Um, plenty of love flooding in for, for him on social media. Steve has got in touch and said, really impressed with with young Teller. Uh, Luke on Facebook says Teller was class, great speed and has his end product. Fraser seems to, to give us more confidence in goal too. Greg, hello to you. He says Teller was excellent. Uh, Lynn also agrees. She says, love Teller. Uh, Dale says Teller played really, really well and looked really comfortable too. Um, And another one here from Anthony just saying Teller was superb. Um, Paul, Nathan Teller has actually won three penalties for Saints in the last month. But of course, this was the first one that hasn't been overturned by VAR. There was real no argument on that one, was there?
2: No, no. And and well-deserved. That first touch to... I mean first of all the ball from Diallo was tremendous the the run between the two defenders and then that first touch to take it away and Ethan Ampadu you could see almost a panic in his eyes and he he lunged in no question at all there wouldn't have been many hearts in mouths as that VAR uh, call was 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 going through but he was he was tremendous. He he really has very little fear in his game. He causes a lot of problems right from the very start. He was he was showing how strong he can be, battling again with Ampadu and Bogle on for the uh, left hand side, winning free kicks that that are always uh, uh, very welcome for Southampton, of course. And you know there were there were a- another couple of chances he had as well. He, he forced Ramsdale into a save. He uh, yeah yeah he, he had that one where the ball came out to him first half. Very difficult technique and, and skill to keep it down. And he, he sort of volleyed it high and wide, didn't he? But, you know, for a man, a young man making only his second start, I think that was, again, a, a terrific display. Wonderful potential there for the future. And I think there's so much more to come from him. He's he's had a great grounding at Arsenal, where he was from seven till seventeen. They let him go, Southampton have snapped him up and I think it's a, a great bit of business. I think there's a, an awful lot to come from him and uh, yeah, he can he can play out wide, he can play up top as we were discussing before the game and uh, yeah, very exciting.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you can agree Dean, a really lively display from today, full of pace and energy from the start. What did you make of his overall performance?
3: Really, really good. Really, really effective. You know, he came on into the team and his movement was very, very impressive and his timing of his movement. You saw that for the goal uh, where he stayed on side, um, trusted in his own pace. Um, But like Paul said there, you know, at the beginning of the game, down the left-hand side, I know he was playing centre forward, but he was causing problems there because of his movement. And um, he looked really, really sharp today. I think I've recognised that he's he's quick, but he looked exceptionally sharp today. Um, Really, really causing problems. Um, and the chance he had second half where he let the ball run across his body, um, took a touch and had a shot and um, the Sheffield United goalkeeper made a really good save. I think that just showed, which Paul mentioned there, he's fearless, um, he's brave um, and his confidence was growing because he could have passed it wide. But he thought, you know what, I'm going to have a shot here. Uh, but I liked it. He stretched the game, which which helps the midfield players. And I think it helps players like Stuart Armstrong, because if he's making that movement in behind, the unselfish runs that he may not get the ball all the time, it gives the midfield players more time on the ball because the defence will drop off deeper. So, you know, a really, really strong performance and a player that that's grown and kind of come from nowhere, to be honest, um, and the manager seems to really, really like him. Um, so, yeah, one for the future. And again, another a product of that's coming through from Southampton. So, yeah, really, really bright.
0: One for the future indeed, and we would genuinely be here all evening if I was to read all of these comments uh, about Nathan Teller to you all. Uh, We'll have a couple more of them now. Uh, Peter's just said, amazing performance. Uh, Teller was my man of the match. Um, Aaron was pleased with the performance he said today. He said that was better. Uh, Richard Hall just simply says, hurrah, nothing more to be said. Um, Talking Taco on YouTube says Teller needs to start more games. He's rapid on the ball and made it so hard for the defenders to catch up with him. He's my man of the match. Uh, and then Ben has left us this comment on Facebook. He said, "Looked up for it today, but saying that Sheffield United looked a bit sorry for themselves." Uh, well, on Sheffield United, then Paul, they did have their chances in the first half. To be fair to them, were we fortunate to go into the break one nil up?
2: No, <laughs> controlled the game. What are you talking about? Um, I don't know. I think um, I think really perhaps one nil was was. Was kind to Southampton, but equally, I think the best chances fell to Saints. And and Dean mentioned it earlier. Fraser Forster wasn't really tested too greatly. He very much impressed me right from the very start. Again, he looked so composed with the ball at his feet, and then uh, claimed a couple of crosses uh, late on. They they tried to get at him, didn't they? They tried to sort of uh, play on any sort of uh, un uncertainty there might have been after so long out they were crowding him at, at corners and things and that there, there were one or two dangerous crosses uh Fleck put one in didn't he and then um at the far post Kian Bryan headed just over but he was offside and uh to be honest I'm I'm uh I'm not remembering too many clear-cut chances there were there were just the the slight hint of a little uncertainty from Forster when a couple of those crosses came in first half. But I think he sorted that out second half as well. He was very assured. And with that first choice back four there as well, Prousey and uh, and Diallo in front of them, they look such a good unit. And, you know, it's the, the biggest possible test next up against Manchester City. But today, I really never thought they were in too much trouble Forster, again, made that save, didn't he, from, uh, from David McGoldrick, who didn't really connect uh, particularly well. But, yeah, second half, there have been a few concerns, haven't there, recently? The, the second half performances from Saints haven't been up to the, the standard of the first half. It was the other way around today. They kicked on after the break, and that goal from Shea Adams was just uh, just terrific. And I think that's the only sort of criticism we could have, that they, they perhaps should have scored more than just the two.
1: Yeah, well on that, uh Paul, the Saints did get another goal at the start of the second half with that thunderous strike uh from Shea. Uh Dean, I'm sure you can agree with the Saints fans, they would have been relieved to see it come from that man in particular.
3: Yeah, they really would. And I think Shea would be relieved as well. And he, he got his just rewards, but I mean what a strike. It really was it really was. And um to hit a ball like that on the on the half volley with with such power and such pace and the accuracy on it as well was was fantastic, and we we know Shea can score goals like that. You know his goal against Man City last season when he did that, um, and he goes on runs. Shea, he looks like he's a he's a confidence player, but I thought he was absolutely brilliant today. I really did his work rate. I mean, as soon as he came onto the pitch, I think he sprinted twice to close the ball down. So he was determined, but his hold up play was good, making runs in behind, and he bullied the Sheffield United. Defense and and Shea can be whatever his Shea wants to be. I really believe that. I think he's got everything to be a top class player. And he's only he's still quite young, he's still learning. Um, but no, a great finish from him. Could have had a second goal, should he potentially have squared it to Stuart Armstrong, maybe, but I like to see that from strikers myself being selfish. It shows they're confident, they're taking on, um, they want to score goals. Um, and, and Shay was really, really good today, and he, he, his work rate was the most impressive thing for me, so, and like Paul said, thankfully, he looked all right from that tackle at the end, because that was a tough old tackle, but you no, know, he rode that well, uh, but a great finish, you know, an amazing finish, the keeper got nowhere near it, so brilliant for shay and I'm, I'm made up for him.
0: Yeah, it really was an amazing finish. And amongst the teller love on social media, there are comments coming in as you'd expect uh, for that goal from Shea. Uh, Ryan says Shea Adams goal should be contender for goal of the season. Uh, Jackie was also super impressed with that Shea Adams performance. She says, I love Shay Adams. I'm so delighted for him. He's a powerhouse and holds the ball up so well. Hopefully this will give him the confidence he needs to pop in a few more. He likes a goal against Man City as well. That he does. Uh, and Carly has said, Fab goal from Shay. Um, Toby was also impressed with Minamino and Armstrong. Uh, he says they were great taking the ball on the turn and looking forward. Um, well, on Stuart Armstrong, then Paul uh, Dave Merrington uh, from BBC Radio Solent named him as his man of the match. What did you make of his performance?
2: Really, that's interesting. I think um, I'd have given it to, to Shay Adams, but you know the difference there is it's a, a proper football man in Dave who's who's at the ground watching the, the whole pitch and. Uh, seeing a lot of stuff off the ball that that perhaps I wouldn't notice but I think that that tells me something I've suspected for a long time that Stuart Armstrong is a player that I take for granted a little bit he is so consistent and so consistently good I couldn't tell you the last time he had a bad game in in my eyes he today he switched back to to the wide positions from playing in the in the center last time out with uh, Diallo coming back in but right from the off again he was Buzzing around all over the place, and he carries the ball so well, and he uh, he sort of helps that transition from defence into attack so so brilliantly well. It was his clever little chest into the path for for Adams to to produce that wonderful finish, and I just he doesn't seem to drop his game at any stage in the ninety minutes. Stuart Armstrong, he has been an absolutely wonderful signing, a great bit of business, a, a bargain too, because it certainly wasn't big money bringing him down from celtic and keeping him fit i know he's missed a couple of games here and there but it's so important he is such an important part of the team he had a slightly slow start to his saints career he is flying now wonderful player and uh, yeah every time i see him in the lineup i think saints have got a chance here because he he brings so much to the team
1: Oh, sorry, I didn't realise you were finished there, Paul. Um, <laughs> so this win, it, <laughs> the win moves Saints to 33 points with 11 games to go. Uh, Dean, looking at the table now, what do you make of the league situation? Um,
3: well, we've been here before, haven't we, Steve, after a win, and we consider, all right, what can we achieve now? What can we do? I think it's, it's back to just taking it one game at a time. It looks more comfortable, which is great. Um, it's Ten points clear of, of the relegation zone, which really... It's easy to say now after a win. Did we ever consider they were in a relegation battle? Probably not. I think that was more dependent on the form. Um, but it's, you know, it's a great win today. It really, really is. It sets it up for a difficult game at, at Manchester City. And then we spoke before the sh- before the game about the uh, the, f- the fixtures coming up, the next five. And I think that's really, really important. And, and that will... Predict uh, that will judge what how well Southampton do this season with the FA Cup game, which is really important, and some very very winnable games for for the club, which could put them, them in a really really strong position. But the, the table looks a lot healthier. But I think it's more the fact that the dressing room will be ha- happy now. The manager will be a little bit more relaxed. Um, everything suddenly looks a lot better. You've got a win under your belt. Um, players are coming back from from injury. A couple of players have found form. Um, a younger players come on and performed exceptionally well, um, so it, it looks good. So um, yeah, let's not get too carried away, but it's a it's a brilliant win today.
0: Yeah, it is a brilliant win and everybody's saying exactly the same thing on social media, Dean. Um, Just absolutely chuffed to bits with that result. Uh, Simon was also pleased to see the return of Carl Walker-Peters. He says he's made such a big difference. He always does, doesn't he, Simon? Uh, Paul on Facebook says, well done, lads. I'm going to watch Match of the Day again after three months. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anthony on Facebook says, great, clean sheet, three points away from home. Great team effort. Uh, Sam, hello to you. He says James Ward-Prowse was outstanding. Uh, JB on YouTube said, absolutely delighted with Saints today. Teller was world-class. He, uh, Sorry, Teller has world-class potential. Uh, He is definitely an exciting prospect, isn't he? Uh, Billy on Facebook says, well done Saints, a great win. Michael says, Saints were brilliant. What a change in the team. Yeah, amazing how those uh, three players really have lifted their spirits. Uh, Born to Game on YouTube said, I think us winning without Ings will be a great confidence boost for the team, Uh, showing the players we can win without him. And Ray White has said, uh, Man City must be quaking in their boots. Well, let's hear from Ralph Hasenhutl now, here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game.
5: After a longer time without a win, the first win is always the most important one and I think it was a deserved one today and uh, yeah, we could score a little bit more often but I think uh, the rest of the performance was okay.
1: You were able to bring a few players back into the starting lineup today coming back from injury, how much did their energy help the performance today?
5: Yeah, not only the energy, but also the the, the fact that the, then we can play young uh, Battenrack on his normal position, uh, Stewie on his normal position. We don't have to move them around on the pitch. And I think this is a big difference then. And, and then it, it, the automatism are coming back immediately. And you can see that uh, then we, we play a better ball.
1: Brought Nathan Teller into the attack as well, and a big contribution from him in winning the penalty. Um, what impressed you about his performance today?
5: Everything, because uh, this uh, energetic young guy is is uh, one of our jewelries we have in the academy, and, and I like to push him because I think he he showed today that as a striker he's not so easy to defend.
1: A big moment for Shea as well to get back on the goal trail, and a fantastic strike it was too, which will do his confidence the world of good.
5: Yeah, happy for him also. Worked hard today, I think. Uh, and uh the difficult ones he makes, uh hopefully in the future also the easy ones.
0: That was it will be a tough test on Wednesday. What are your early thoughts ahead of that one?
2: Oh come on, let's not bring the tone of the chat down <laughs> after <laughs> I have won win today. Um I reckon there are about twenty thousand reasons I'm not a football manager, but one of them would be I'd be tempted to to wrap a few very important players in cotton wool and rest them for Wednesday and just take whatever comes, um, try and get back to winning ways against Brighton before the, uh, the FA cup quarter final. There's no way Ralph is going to do that. He's going to be convinced as are all his players that they can go to the Etihad and, and get a win. And, uh, you know, they've, they've pulled remarkable results out of the bag before when they've had injury problems and seemingly no form at all. So, um, Manchester City's run has got to end at some stage. They do have this most incredible, ridiculous squad of players, so rotation is not an issue for them. After they've had the Manchester derby tomorrow, and then uh, this game only three days later, so there's 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 no great uh, benefit to Saints there. But you know they've 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 given City some really good tests, home and away, in recent years. You know even after the the horrific Leicester game last season facing city twice in a, just a few days after that there was no uh, no embarrassment there at all they they covered themselves in glory a little bit there so you know i they certainly won't be going to the etihad and and showing fear they'll be going there believing they can get three points again and who knows who's to say it won't happen it will take something special but they deserve a bit of uh, a bit of luck and a bit of uh, Uh, something going their way, don't they? So uh, if they put in the effort, if they're as positive as they were today, and there's no reason to suspect that either of those things won't happen, then I think it will be a a cracking game again.
1: Yeah, well, Dean, you said that the dressing room is going to be much more positive and confident after today, but it doesn't get much harder than going to Man City based on their current run of form.
3: No, it doesn't. You know, Man City are on a fantastic run. playing so so well Um, it's going to be a tough test it it really is but you'd rather go to to man city after a really good performance and a win um so look who knows like paul said southampton have got the ability to to upset teams Their record against man city in terms of performances is pretty good they they've beaten them last season i think 1-0 at home so it's going to be really really difficult um, but I think they'll put up a good a good test for, for Man City because um, Ralph is a manager that believes in what he's doing. He believes in his players, he'll believe that he can win the game and he'll come up with a a system, um, uh, a selection that he believes he can cause Man City problems and he'll be able to score goals against them. Look, Every player's going to have to be at their best and Man City are going to have to have maybe an off day. But that can happen in football. It can happen many occasions during a game. And we've we've seen from this season that it's very, very unique. So, look, take the positives, go to Man City, put a really good performance in, and then the result will take care of itself. So we'll see. Um, But as a player, you want to test yourself against the best. So you look forward to them sort of games.
0: Well, Dean, football aside, a little birdie tells us that tomorrow is quite a special day. Any (laughs) birthday plans?
3: I don't know if it's a special day, but it's it's my (laughs) birthday, yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're going out, we're doing this, we're seeing loads of people, no, no nothing unfortunately. Um, just spending time with the family, Kenzie, which, is, uh, which we've done for the last however long, but no, I'm good. I don't How I don't really say day, 50, so I'm huh? all right. Sorry?
2: How does it feel to be turning 50? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? After
3: lockdown, I feel 50, but we're not right.
0: You don't look a day over 21, Dean. We hope you have a, a fantastic birthday with your family, whatever you end up doing.
1: Well, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks to our guests, Dean Hammond and Paul Belverston. We'll be back on Wednesday when we make the trip to Manchester City. We'll see you then.